You're listening to a podcast from 702. 702. The BRICS Report. India. And of course, from New Delhi and Jana Pasricha. And Jana, good morning to you. How are you doing? I'm fine, thank you. How are you? I'm well, thank you. I know the air pollution in Delhi has been getting worse and worse. How bad is it now? Well, I think today looks slightly better, but let me tell you, for the last seven days, the city has been enveloped in a grey smog, and none other than the city's chief minister called it a gas chamber. The air quality was rated as hazardous. I think it's the same today. The improvement is just marginal. Now, those who could huddle indoors, you know, as doctors warned of a medical emergency and said Delhi there is the equivalent of smoking two packs of cigarettes a day. They said don't walk outdoors, no outdoor activities. Can you imagine that? You can actually literally smell the pollution in the air if you step out. Many people are wearing masks, buying air purifiers for their homes. But all that is only of marginal help. Of particular worry is the extremely high levels of what is called PM2, you know, these are tiny particles which settle deep in the lungs, causing permanent damage, and they were very high. Authorities have taken some emergency measures, barred most trucks from the city, banned construction, but it really doesn't seem to be working. And, you know, the weather people say you'll just have to wait for wind speeds to pick up so that the pollution gets dispersed. What worsens the pollution at this time is that farmers in neighboring states burn crop stubble to prepare fields for the next harvest, and that sends smoke billowing towards Delhi. But yes, don't come here for the next week or so if you don't need to. And Jana, it's, I mean, wow, it sounds awful. I know Beijing's had similar problems. It's, a, it's almost generational to try and fix it. Um, there was a gay pride march in Delhi, the annual queer march. In India, though, homosexual sex, is it really still treated as a crime? I can't believe that. Absolutely. Surprisingly, it still is. We have a colonial era law that criminalizes gay sex, and the legal battle to overturn it has taken a really tortuous route. In 2009, the Delhi High Court scrapped the law. In 2013, the Supreme Court reinstated it, saying it is up to the legislator to do so. So, you know, that really caused a despondency. We were back to this archaic system. However, gay rights activists are a little more hopeful that this will be overturned now, thanks to a recent ruling that has declared privacy as a fundamental right. And the court has said that privacy must protect family, marriage, procreation, and most importantly, of course, sexual orientation. So this time you could see that, you know, when these people were marching, there was a lot of optimism among the participants that India will finally be more in step with the times. And they point out that overturning the law is a crucial step, not just to protect them from harassment and give them legal protection, but also to win social acceptance because, you know, by, by and large, the country still frowns upon homosexuality and the law is backing that. And Anjana, India is promoting a simple staple dish as a sort of brand food. Which food is it? Oh, uh, yeah, they did it at the World Food India Conference, which was held recently. Top chefs, you know, whipped up about 918 kilograms of this dish. It's called khichdi. It is a very basic, simple dish made with rice and lentils, a kind of comfort food eaten in homes across the country. Well, the chefs made it to the Guinness Book of World Records for the largest ever preparation of khichdi. But India wants to do more than that. It is promoting it as a superfood, hoping it can win global acceptance. Many, however, are questioning whether the humblest of Indian dishes can win global palates because this is no good with preparation. You know, you're basically throwing some rice, lentils, maybe a few vegetables, and garnish it with some spices of his steam in its dish. However, chefs who will talk to them saying that at a time when fast food is under attack, 
it's healthy, nutritious, and, you know, it's ready to make its mark, this dish. I don't know. I could send you the recipe if you want to try it. <laughs> Thanks, Anjana Pazricha, correspondent with Voice of America in New Delhi with the BRICS Report.